episode 259 of The Virtual Couch. I'm your host, Tony Overbay, licensed marriage and family therapist, certified mindful habit coach, writer, speaker, husband, father of four, ultra marathon runner, and creator of The Path Back, an online pornography recovery program that is helping people uh, reclaim their lives from the harmful effects of pornography. The reason I pause is because, you know, it really is, it's a strength-based model. And I'm starting a whole separate podcast based on The Path Back program that is going to deal specifically with the concept of pornography as a coping mechanism. And I could go on and on about that, but stay tuned. Look for that uh, coming soon to your podcast player near you. But please go check it out, pathbackrecovery.com. And there's an ebook there about myths that people succumb to when trying to put pornography behind them. But really, it is more of a, it is a coping mechanism. So um, the, the key is living your best life, dialing in. Are you, are you feeling confident or connected in your relationships with your spouse or your kids or your faith or your health or your job? And really, as you work toward getting rid of the shame and turning toward those voids, I like to call them in your life, that you really can start to put that behind you and just live your best life. It's pretty darn amazing. Life's pretty pretty amazing. And there are a lot of good things to live when you figure out what your own values are, what your own goals are, and not the things that people tell you that you're supposed to do. And that's a whole separate episode. And here I am trying to just introduce the concept of uh, episode 259. So go check out the virtual couch on Instagram or uh, find me on Facebook. But let's get to today's content. Today is is episode three or part three of three of a three-part series on reviews of the magnetic marriage course. And if you're tired of hearing about the magnetic marriage course, bless your heart, but it has been an amazing, amazing course. And the feedback we, we went and uh, just lovingly grilled and got feedback and testimonials from the people that took the first round of the course. And so we're going through those and uh, really, really putting the pieces together of what the experience was on the other side of the course, because we're launching the next round, round two, which is coming up in just a couple of weeks. And you can go to tonyoverbay.com slash magnetic to sign up and you will be one of the first people, well, you will be the first people to find out the drop dead date uh, when everything opens up and you can jump in there and you get the, it's it's uh, six modules and six weeks of coaching calls with Preston Pugmire and I. And we talk about all that in the course today. But what's fun about today's episode is we're, we're kind of getting into the things that were pretty uh, pretty new and exciting for me as I was working with Preston in putting the course together. The last two, part one and part two, we talked about um, four pillars of a connected conversation, which again is probably the thing I get the most feedback out of, of anything that I've done on the Virtual Couch podcast. The second, the second round, we did the connected conversation scripts, which are really how to have these conversations about difficult, difficult things even how to have conversations about not so difficult things, because you take that same framework of where do you want to go to eat and you apply it into the high charge topics of um, intimacy, of, uh, of politics, of religion, of parenting, of finances, those things that people get stuck on so much. It's no wonder we get stuck on those because we really have a difficult time talking about even low charge topics about what do you want to do when you grow up or where do you want to retire or what do you want to eat or how do you like the, the, the clothes that I'm wearing? Or do you like these frames of my glasses or my hairstyle? And when people are just become so on edge or walking on eggshells around their, their spouse, because they're trying to figure out, well, I got to say the right thing, or I don't want them to react. or I don't want them to be angry. Or when things are going well, I certainly don't want to bring anything up. So the course really addresses all of those things. So in part three today, we really talk about something that was uh, unique and uh, exciting to me as we were putting the modules together, but it's something that the feedback backs this up, that it, it's been a really important concept. And it's this concept of these uh, energies. And I'm telling you, a couple of years ago, I was familiar with this concept, but I didn't put it into practice in my practice. But Preston and I are going to talk about the concept of presence, the concept of radiance, how 
there, there is one uh, type of, in, in essence, core energy that's going to continue to just push and push and push because that's who they are. And oftentimes when their spouse is someone who doesn't have the tools or the skills to kind of stand there and in a calm, confident, kind of energetic presence, then their partner will oftentimes not feel safe or not feel secure. So the concepts we're going to talk about today are, are pretty amazing. And I have to tell you, I got an email pretty recently that was talking about my favorite uh, marriage concept and modality, which is EFT, Emotionally Focused Therapy. And again, I love the comments and feedback I get from the podcast. And I get a lot about people who have said they are grateful to have found Emotionally Focused Therapy or a therapist who practices EFT because it is a, an absolute game-changing framework of a way to communicate with your spouse. That's what my entire Magnetic Marriage course is based off of. But there is a point where you, once you have this new framework in place and you can communicate and go to your partner with anything, in essence, that doesn't mean that your partner is going to always, even when they're curious, doesn't mean that they're always going to say, holy cow, that's amazing. Tell me more about that. I want to hear all of the things that you're telling me right now, because we still bring our own baggage, or our own um, struggles or challenges, our own perceptions, uh, our own assumptions into the relationship. So if our partner, and I gave this example a week or two ago, so all of a sudden out of nowhere says, I think I want to buy a motorcycle. It, we are pretty good at when we hear that from our spouse of somehow making it about me. Like, well, what am I not doing that's enough? Or you've never said that before. That must mean that you're something you're struggling, you're going through a midlife crisis, or I know you better than you know yourself. So if you've ever found yourself thinking that or feeling that way, or even saying those things out loud, then do you really know your spouse? And I don't mean that in a negative way, but in a way of where has your spouse had to feel like they can't really be open or honest because they might get this, oh, you don't want to do that. Or do you know how that, that, what that makes me feel like? So today we're going to talk a little bit more about this concept of presence, this concept of radiance. We're going to talk about pushing boundaries. We're going to talk about how to hold, uh, hold a boundary. And at the end of the interview with Preston today, I just started talking a little bit about a concept that I... I do. Uh, I talk a lot about things like trauma bonds and things that where people feel like they may be in an emotionally um, abusive or not an emotionally safe relationship. And and I want you to know that uh, I hear you. And I do a lot of episodes on the concepts around things like narcissistic personality disorder or even people that have dustings or traits of narcissism. And I feel like there are a couple of um, key differences where and we talk about this toward the end of this podcast where. There are times where someone just literally will not take ownership or accountability of anything. That's where maybe some of that gaslighting comes from, where people will feel like they are made uh, to feel crazy when they bring things up. And that is an entirely different um, beast or component. And a lot of the emails I get are from people that are saying, how do I know? How do I know if my spouse is able to communicate more effectively? And often I feel like they, they may not have the tools or they may not even know that there are tools available to help them take ownership or accountability of their actions and still stay safe in a marriage. And today we talk about the concept of tension versus contention. And that's been a whole game-changing principle or philosophy that is, has grown out of this magnetic marriage course. So if you are listening, you listen to the first two parts of this three-part episode, I really feel like today is, it really is the, the final pieces, the, the missing link, the final puzzle pieces to how now to have these four pillars of a connected conversation, how to actually have the conversation. And I feel like these are those final pieces of how to really show up and stay present and allow your spouse to to exude radiance and to maybe be creative and fun and playful and not have the not have you um, feel offended if you are all of a sudden watching your spouse out of nowhere start to feel 
um, more of this confident energy or energetic. And instead of making it about, oh, that makes me feel insecure if my spouse is, is suddenly acting different, um, we're going to talk about that and how to how to stay present and how important that presence is. So um, enjoy part three of three. Go to TonyOverbay.com slash magnetic and you will be able to be one of the first people to know as the course opens up, which is going to open up again in about a week and a half, two weeks. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's pretty amazing to think that there are people listening to this right now that are going to go sign up. They're going to take the course and I'll, I'll see you on these uh, group coaching calls. And, um, it's just an amazing experience. So let me get to today's episode. It's part three of three with Preston. And we're going to talk more about the feedback from the magnetic marriage course with the key components of presence and radiance and, and some of these really kind of cool concepts around the way you show up energetically. So I will uh, hopefully see some of you on the Magnetic Marriage course. Let's get to the interview. Preston, welcome back to week three. Thanks, man. So three of three. Um, I've never done a mini series before, so I'm really grateful that you're my first ever mini series guest. How you feeling? Yeah. Oh, so good, man. This is fun. Let's get into it, bro. Okay. And I'm, I'm curious. I've had uh, many, many good things said, emails received, clients in my office, people that have been hearing our last two episodes. We're talking about uh, there is a way, there's a connected conversation script. There are these uh, amazing pillars. I don't know. Are you hearing some feedback on your end? Yeah. So the, yes, the thing is people they want to know how to do these things and they feel like they should know them. That's the thing that, that I've found as I've talked to people is that they have this idea that I've been married for 12 years or something like that. Therefore I should know how to be married. And just like children, marriage doesn't come with a a manual. Hmm. And, and so I think that people get frustrated and by people, I mean me, (laughs) I got frustrated. I was like, why can't I just have this be smooth and simple. And I feel like I'm an adult and I got a mortgage and I got kids and I like, I'm in this, uh, I w- it would be nice to know how to do it. Yeah. And, yeah. and so this is the thing that I think is really, really fun is that what you and I have pieced together is just this specific step-by-step way to allow yourself to have the tools, to have communication, to be able to Take that emotional accountability so you can level up, be more emotionally mature in life, in your relationships. And then what we're going to talk about today is stand in your core energy. We'll talk more Mm -hmm. about what that means, but to stand in this so that you can show up as the best version of yourself. And it's not a a one and done thing. It's not all of a sudden I I did it once or I learned or I, I went to a course or I did whatever, and now I just know how to do it. But it gives you the tools to be able to redirect when you get off course. And I love it. And I, uh, we continue. So three weeks, four weeks since we finished round one of the magnetic marriage course. So we're continuing to get the feedback in from the participants. And I really feel like there was a, a mind, a mindset shift from, okay, I'll take the course and I'm done to the feedback we're getting, which has been mind blowing has been a lot of, okay, now we're able to get back on course faster. We're able to communicate about things that we weren't able to communicate about before. And uh, real quick, before we move too far past this, I had a conversation with someone last week and 
and it reminded me of when I was a brand new shiny therapist and people would approach me at a party and they would end up saying, well, I don't need therapy. Do you think I need therapy? Do you think everybody needs therapy? And I would say, I, I don't know. What do you think? And by the end, they're thinking, I think I should find a therapist. And I feel like with this marriage course, the more people have heard about the things that we've talked about on the podcast, I, I'm getting that same vibe where people are saying, well, my marriage is fine. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. bad. It's not, it's not, I mean, sure, it could be better, but everybody's could be better. And then by the end of it, they're saying, so tell me more about these four pillars. And I like what you're yeah. saying, where it's the, I, I know I shouldn't need a script, but, and I say, yeah, I mean, it, it'd be great to not need one, but I still need one. Um, the guy who creates it with me, Preston, we need one and nothing wrong with that. And I feel like once you accept that this is going to be a continued effort, uh, it's no longer this, why is it a continued effort? It's all right. What do we do to continue this effort? Yeah. Well, I mean, life is going to life. Uh, marriage is, it's going to marriage at you. It's just, if you have kids, if, okay, if you are in a marriage and you deal with children or if you deal with in-laws or if you deal with money or if you deal with intimacy, like if, if I just described you and you're listening to this, if any one of those four things you deal with in life, then this is for you straight up yeah. because <laughs> there's going to be two different humans coming at different situations with different backgrounds and different viewpoints. And it's not like everybody, everything is a knockdown, drag out fight. It's just, it turns into, oh man, people get defensive or people get hurt feelings or people have different ideas about how something should be uh, like approached. And it, it makes it when both people are on board with the magnetic marriage formula and the four pillars, then it ends up, it ends up creating a situation where you can have it just be smoother. Mm -hmm. It can just be easier. Like marriage and relationships can be easy. It just can. It can. So, all right, let's jump into this too. So several weeks ago, I did an episode and it's one of those where it's a few thousand downloads ahead of the rest. And it was on a concept called uh, differentiation and differentiation. And this is what I love about Preston is Preston was able to say, all right, differentiation sounds like a great psychology word. And let's talk about how to apply that into your relationship. So in a nutshell, I mean, differentiation really is about accepting that you are the adult now and whether or not you're in a marriage, um, whether you're talking with the boss at work or you're demanding, you're demanding parents or at the end of the day, when push comes to shove, uh, all of the cliches, you are ultimately captain of the own ship. And you can be that without being a jerk or without being mean. And I feel like that's one of those things that Preston in our meetings that we were talking about on a weekly basis, we, we kind of narrowed into this. We're so afraid of tension that we, we pretty much avoid it altogether because we're afraid that it will move into contention. So instead mm-hmm. of being able to show up and stay present, and this is what I love about, you, you mentioned a minute ago, we're going to talk about what that means to stand in your core energy, but there are some really particular or um, intentional skills that we teach you in the course of how to show up and how to be calm and confident and just this whole concept of, of a differentiated self, which allows you to be in these more highly charged conversations and stay present and also be able to just have a connection because I feel like we're so afraid of contention that we just tiptoe around anything that we think might be difficult. And especially when things are going okay, we never want to rock the boat, but then when things do get a little bit bumpy or the water does get a little bit rough, now all of a sudden we don't have the tools to communicate. And so then when, when the seas do uh, flatten out again. Now we don't want to, we don't want to say anything to mess up the moment. So we get stuck in this endless cycle of just avoiding tension uh, in fear of contention and then not really talking about anything. So Preston, what do we do about it? 
<laughs> what do we do about it? We got to fix that. We got to fix that. So, do you, I mean, do you want to feel comfortable in your own skin? Do you want to really know who you are in, in the relationship and really step into your purpose? Because what often happens is people will get into a relationship and a marriage and they end up even subtly, even if it's not intentional, they end up subtly having their world revol- revolve around the, their spouse. Mm-hmm. And that sounds great right. um, on paper because it's, you know, uh, why would I be so selfish as to not have, the, I mean, they're my world, they're my everything. Okay. That, that ends up being a lot of pressure on them, uh, you know, subconsciously for real. Yeah. And so well, you're talking about differentiation. It's having a deep connection with yourself mm-hmm. without losing that connection to others, specifically in, with your spouse. So you can bring your whole complete confident self to the marriage and then not need the relationship, but you choose the relationship. And that is a space of power and a space of like true giving. You're giving Mm -hmm. yourself to that, to to your spouse, your partner. And when two people are both differentiated, meaning they have a connection with themselves and they're bringing their whole complete confident self to the relationship and both choosing the other person. That is where a brilliant, brilliant, thriving magnetism occurs because there's no games. Yeah. And I think uh, I love how you put that. And some of the things that you might hear that sound like they aren't a very big deal, but uh, I think a lot of people listening will resonate is if somebody said, um, if your spouse says, Oh, I didn't know you really thought that, or, um, you know, really that you like that. And if you've ever been in a situation where you've thought, well, I mean, no, I don't really like that. Or, I mean, I don't, not really, that is not being differentiated because that, that is being afraid of tension. What if I do like a particular kind of movie? What if I do like a particular type of car or food yeah. or, or, and it can get, you know, even more intense. If I have a particular belief that might be different that I've been afraid to talk about, those yeah. are those things that if you've ever felt like that in your marriage, where you've been afraid to bring up something because you are worried that your spouse may react a certain way, that is a lack of differentiation. So um, that is what we have, we talk about in the course as a, as a way to approach those moments and those conversations and a way to stay in your, in your, in your confidence, in your core energy. And Preston, you've yeah. taught me a lot about the core energy. Talk about that. So what, what this, yeah, as far as core energy goes, like it's kind of difficult to kind of explain initially, but just stay with me for mm-hmm. a second. Okay. Yeah. Think about, um, a yin and yang. Okay. You have the circle and you got the things that are, they're inverted and they're, they're fit. They fit perfectly. Okay. So think of them as two different energies. And I know maybe this doesn't make a lot of sense, especially if you're listening to it on an audio podcast, but like we have two different energies and we're going to just talk about them in the context of yin and yang, because we do talk about them in the course as masculine and feminine, but it ends up being people have a hard time with that because of the male female connection mm. that they, they associate with those. So imagine two different energies that complement each other very, very well. One is more rigid and one is more flowy. Picture uh, a, like you have a beautiful piece of art, beautiful piece of art, and it's very flowy and it's very like uh, radiant and inside of the art, the canvas is just beautiful. And then there's a frame. The frame is around the art and it ends up creating a context and it holds the space for the art to be itself. If you see a piece of art and 
it ends up just flowing out of the frame. I mean, that could be a piece of art. That's, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But it, it feels a little bit um, unfinished, right? Mm -hmm. But if you have a direct frame around it, that's the, this, these core energies, the yin and the yang. One is radiant and flowy. And the other one is more rigid and sturdy. Okay. Mm -hmm. The frame versus the art. Another way to describe it is the, the flowy water of a river versus the sturdy, the sturdiness of the banks, the river bank, and it's holding the, holding the place for the water. So if you think about it in those two contexts, we have the energy of, uh, those two energies complement each other. And in a marriage, one of the partners will most often have the, the sturdy, rigid, mm -hmm. protective energy, and the other one will have the radiant, flowy energy. Okay, so we talk about it in the context of radiance and presence. And more often than not, nine times out of ten, in a heteronormative relationship, the, the, the man is the, the, the frame, right? Mm -hmm. The sturdiness, the, the rigid, the protection, the masculine energy. And the, the woman is the feminine energy. And she is the, the, the complementary, radiant, flowy energy. And so think, think about this in your relationship. If you are, and we're, again, there's so many other options for this. We're just going to talk about it in this context, okay? Yeah. So think about it in your relationship. If you're a woman and do you want your, do you want your husband to like show up and be present and like have an opinion and be like a, a sturdy leader, like who you can trust, you want that. Okay. And also think about it, if you're the man, do you want your wife to show up as like radiant, flowy and fun and open with her energy and like just those kind of things. Do you want to feel trusted, right? Are yeah. those the type of energies that you want? Because most often when there is, and I'm going to say misalignment, things that are out of alignment, that is where one of the people in the relationship will step out of their core energy, the complementary yin yang energy, the complementary masculine feminine energy. And if this is the first time you're hearing about this and you're like, what is he talking about? I, I get it. I understand it. So I'll say it like in two sentences. What I want you to notice is that if something feels off, there is a way to get it back into alignment. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. And it's, there are ways that you can think, feel, and act that we go through in the course that get people back into alignment. Have you ever driven a car, Tony, where the, the car, the wheel, you need to turn the wheel, I don't know, three degrees to the left yes. to make the car go straight. And yeah. you feel like you're constantly like just fighting the wheel to get back onto the straight highway road. I mean, that's what it feels like when you're out of alignment with your core energy and something just feels off and you can't really, have you ever just not, man, me and my wife are just not meshing right now. We're just not on track. Like, I'm sure that everybody listening to this has had periods of time where you felt that yeah. in your, in your marriage, there is a way to be able to get back on track and uh, it's easier than you think. Well, and let me tell you, Preston, there's a, and you're right. The primarily 
and I like where you're going with the yin and the yang. And for the sake of the course, we do talk more about that masculine feminine energy, but it can be um, that, you know, the, the male can step into feminine energy and the, the female into masculine energy. And I was thinking about this a lot. I was talking with my wife and I am more of a dreamer. I am more of a creative type. And there are times where I have been expressing 800 ideas and, and I was sharing with my wife that, that at times where she's kind of like, yeah, I don't know, whatever you're going to do. And I haven't necessarily felt like there was that uh, connection or that, 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 trust. You know, that trust. Yeah. And so we talked about this and I love it because I feel like that is when, when I'm in that, I'm almost in my radiant energy. And, uh, and when she then now steps in with that more present energy where it's like, man, I, I hear you, I believe in you. And, and what are you going to do about it? Like, what, let, you know, let's take some action. And I feel like that was one of these kind of game changing moments, even for me, because when that's out of alignment, I'm feeling like I'm sharing all this, uh, all these ideas, but it's being met with a, Hey, what do you want me to do about it? Like you, you, mm-hmm. you come up with ideas all the time. And we were processing this when we were first creating the course. And that was one of the first things that clicked to me was the way that I did. I wanted that person to just kind of stay right there and say, man, that sounds great. You know, and I believe in you. So, so do something, you know, let's do something yeah. about it. And, and that's where you just feel that, Maybe it is tension. It's not contention. And that's when I feel alive. And, and I have to share, I was talking with this with someone in corporate America. And, and I remember, I think I texted you right after where I said, pressing this stuff is gold, where the person had talked about when they were with a uh, boss and they knew that the boss really, really was worried about um, what this person, this, this uh, employee thought about them to the point of where the employee could just push and push and push. And the, the boss would finally say, I, hey, whatever, I don't, whatever you do, I don't care. I mean, I, you know, I can't contain you anyway. And this person had this moment where they said, it was at that moment, I realized I didn't really have a lot of respect for my, my boss. And so then I kind of felt like, you know what, I'm, I can kind of do whatever I want. It doesn't really matter. And so we identified bosses he had had in the past of ones who, who did stand pretty strong with their boundaries. They were firm. They were so supportive, but they were able to, to really uh, put a frame together for this person's um, rate of energy. So that, those are a couple of the examples that I thought of that really helped me understand what that feels like. And it does feel a little bit like tension, but man, you feel alive too. And you feel like, okay, I can go and do big things because I've got this person there. Yeah. So the, exactly you, when you're talking about with is it ends up, you're talking about compliance. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll just mm-hmm. do it. I'll just do it. Yeah. And often compliance is seen as like being, being selfless. And you're like, Oh, I'm being a good person. I'm, I'm doing this for the better men of the relationship. Now I am not saying push back and push back right. on every yeah. single thing. But if you comply with everything and you don't express your desires and be willing to tolerate invalidation. If you don't mm-hmm. do that, then your spouse will not respect you. Yeah. And that's what happens. Like so often in a marriage, like we will want to just please the other person. Yeah. Because that's what we're supposed to do. Now there's a difference between like, I want to please that person versus like, I want to just like, oh, I want, I want their love. I want their validation. I want mm-hmm. them to think them. Okay. So we'll do things like, choose a restaurant or just pretend we don't have an opinion. Totally. Right. Have you ever pretended you don't have an opinion when you really do, then you're selling out on yourself. So one of the things I've learned so, so much from you, Tony, and that Mm -hmm. I've implemented in the magnetic marriage program and with our uh, Mm -hmm. students is this idea that you've mentioned it briefly of tension. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like tension, positive tension is so 
healthy for a relationship because that's yeah. when two people are whole and complete and confident and they bring their themselves to the relationship to choose into it, they're going to have differences. And those differences are going to create tension. Now we have uh, created this negative stigma around the word tension. Yeah. It doesn't have to be negative. Contention is negative when there's disagreements and, and butting heads and fighting. But when you're just talking about two different ideas, like how boring would it be to agree with your spouse on everything? Oh, that would be just yeah. so boring. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no healthy, like liveliness. And this is what I've learned from you is you don't have to fix or solve mm. or resolve every difference. There can be and should be yeah. differences that you tolerate in an emotionally mature way. Things like parenting differences, things mm -hmm. like religious differences, things mm -hmm. like intimacy differences, things like um, the food and, and uh, movie differences, like yeah. entertainment differences. Like what do you, what do you want? What are you willing to, are you willing to stand up for what you desire? Not in a, I'm standing up for myself and I'm being confrontational. No, you're just like saying, no, this is what I like. And, and, and it's okay. I am not threatened by you not liking the same thing as me. So what would it feel like if you're listening to this? What would it feel like to, like I said, be comfortable in your own skin to really own your desires and to be confident in expressing them in a healthy way that might lead to some tension but it's positive tension. Imagine what positive tension might feel like in your relationship. And if you can't imagine that right now, that's okay. But what I'm saying to you is be open to learning the difference between positive tension and contention and then implementing it in a way that allows you to show up as yourself while choosing into the relationship and everything will change if you open yourself up to that. Okay. Preston, that, and I, I felt that I really did. And in the differentiation episode, I believe it was, and I, I want to almost give the, uh, and the rest of the story I talked about, it was while we were talking about a lot of this stuff over the break, it was November, December timeframe. And there was a movie on in the background and it was a movie that was really silly. It really was. And I love it. I love everything about it. And it came on and we had the whole family there. We're playing a game. And I said, Oh, I love this movie. And, and it was like record scratch, you know, quiet and people, you know, a couple and one of my kids said, wow, dad, really? Like, you think that's funny? And I felt in that moment was when in the past I would have retreated and said, no, I mean, I know it's kind of dumb. And I just said, yeah, I think it's super funny. And it makes me laugh a lot. And then I paused everybody. And, uh, and I said, okay, sorry, group therapy. This is what you get for having a dad as a therapist here, but what are you feeling right now? And people kind of did say, they're like, Ooh, I feel like you're being a little defensive dad. And I said, okay, I'm not. And, and I said, this is what is the challenge is that if I express a different opinion right now, than what you, you all assume from me, then, then I feel like I'm doing something wrong. And so, mm -hmm. and I feel like that is what you've helped me with pressing with this, uh, the, the presence, the radiance, or the radiance, the polarity is, and I said, okay, so I'm going to stand and be confident. And then that is a really funny movie. And, and I just said, so let's just kind of keep playing the game. And it was really funny. And over the next two or three days, there were other things where I came home at one point and, and just expressed something I was going to do. Actually, one of the times I said, Hey, uh, Wendy, are you okay? If like, maybe I do this thing, you know, go do this thing. And I felt like that is not, no, I want to do the thing, you know? So I was like, Hey, uh, I'm going to do this thing. Um, 
you know, does, is that, you know, not, and I still felt like I want to say, is that okay, please? And she You're was seeking awesome. permission, right? Yes. And, and, and again, I love how we're saying, and people hearing this, this isn't the hard, this is why you can see how hard this is, is I was so worried about contention. I was so worried about sounding like a jerk that I wanted to just say, Hey, what do you think about if you don't mind? It would be cool if, and I wasn't saying, look, I'm doing whatever the heck I want. But I just said, um, like, Hey, I'm going to go do this thing. Cause knowing that if my wife said, Ooh, would you mind helping me with this? Then I want her to express that too. And, and, and it was just a nice, it just felt, and we've been doing that ever since. And it really has just added this, just a little bit of a spark in that, into the relationship. So there was a motion, uh, a moment in the, the previous magnetic marriage um, course we did where one of the people was talking about he he realized that in his effort to please, mm-hmm. he had been overly compliant and he had just sought permission for everything. Yeah. And what that did is it put too much pressure on her to like be the... <sighs> The, no, the, the, the decision keeper. The yeah, decision yeah. Keeper. yeah. Yeah. And, and so in an effort to be, you know, kind, he had been shown up, shown up as weak. Mm-hmm. And so there's a huge difference. People the picture a pendulum, right? If you, yeah. if you pull a pendulum up here and it's up here and one, one, uh, one side, and that side is uh permissive compliance, like, Oh, is that okay? Is it? Mm-hmm. And then you, if you let go and the pendulum swings all the way to the other side and that's the other side, which is I'm doing this and you have yeah. to be okay with it. And those are two extremes that are not necessary. Neither of those are necessary. It's not either, or it's not binary on off, whatever mm-hmm. swing into the middle, which is like, Oh, Hey, I want to do this. Let's figure out a way for this to work because I know that we're in this relationship together and we have kids, we have homes, we have schedules, we have all these different things that we got to deal with. I'm going to do this. Let's figure out a way that works. Let's create a win-win. And, and you're coming to it with a, this, I, I want this. You're expressing your desires as a differentiated person. And you're choosing into the relationship by working in concert with them. You're collaborating with them in an emotionally mature way. And it can create tension. And if you're scared of that, then it means, <laughs> okay, I'll say this. If you ever want to say something to your spouse and you pull back or you feel anxiety around it, it means that you're letting fear run your decisions around your relationship and fear should not be a part of a healthy relationship. It should be yeah. collaborative. So tension and fear don't have to be there together. They just don't. You can lean into positive tension. You can lean into productive anxiety. You can. And yeah. I didn't realize that until recently. Well, recently I've been married for, I've been married for 12 years. So in the last probably two years is where I've really started to lean into this and it's mm-hmm. changed the way that we operate together because when it comes down to, Oh, what do you want to say? Oh gosh, no person. I was just going to say, I felt like this was the the best part of the coaching calls that we did. Cause you know, in putting the course together, I, it was almost like uh, when you said, okay, what night are we doing the coaching calls? I remember thinking, Oh, uh, like do we do them every week, you know, and the coaching calls have been where this part of the magic has happened. And that's been just amazing to watch. That's where I really feel like there's a lot of that transformation. Are, are people bringing these things up in, in, in a safe place and we're able to guide them through exactly what you're talking about. So more often than not, the woman wants to feel seen and acknowledged, understood, and really safe, mm-hmm. really just safe. And more often than not, the man wants to really feel like appreciated. Like genuine, like they want sincere praise. 
They want to be able to show up as the hero. They want their, their spouse to be open and vulnerable and playful with their energy. And they want to feel trusted. They want to have this, uh, this feeling of that they're allowed to like operate with, with that trust mm-hmm. in, in, in their life. And so if you're listening to this and you want, and you feel unseen or not understood, or you feel unsafe, there's a way to shift that. If you're listening to this and you feel criticized, or you feel like your spouse is cold, closed off and cold, or you feel like a little bit controlled, there is a way out of that. And it has to do with the thing that we're talking about right now with presence and radiance. And you can get to a spot where you feel seen, you feel acknowledged, you feel understood, you feel safe. And on the other side, you really feel like you're getting sincere praise mm-hmm. and you feel like you're, they're open and vulnerable and playful with their energy. And you're allowed to, or not allowed, but they, they give their love freely and, and they, they create a situation where you can just operate in your life with trust. That is possible. Yeah. And I, I know it. Absolutely. Preston, I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, I want to address one quick thing. I know a lot of my audience that um, is going to be listening to this. They are sometimes uh, almost feeling like they're locked in this type of a relationship where they, they, they almost feel this, uh, this bond that they can't escape. Well, I mean, I, I might as well be as authentic and vulnerable as I can, but often the phrase, there's a concept called a trauma bond that, that it will be um, thrown around a lot. And I want to tell you that one of the things that this has been the biggest aha moment for me is recognizing sometimes in that trauma bond, the, the, and we'll just give the scenario where the, the feminine or the, the wife will feel that security because, but they won't feel those other parts. They won't feel seen or understood, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and so I, you know, I want you to know that a lot of what some of the epiphanies that I've had while we've been going throughout the course, I, you know, I knew when we were putting the course together, we were giving people the tools to be able to communicate about these things, but those coaching calls and some of the things and the feedback that we've read have been phenomenal because, you know, I think a lot of times people do go to this all or nothing feeling or statement where they feel like, okay, if my husband is, yes, sure. He provides this, uh, um, this physical or financial security, but, but I don't feel seen or heard. Um, these tools, I really feel like have been, it's pretty phenomenal to watch. Sometimes that guy just doesn't understand how to do this or right. And and so I really feel like that was one of those big takeaways from the feedback we've gotten from the first round. Um, you know, a couple of people that felt like, okay, I wonder if I'm in this trauma bond. I wonder if my spouse even can, uh, embrace these tools or use them. And so that's been some of the the stuff that has just been amazing to, to read is how sometimes the people, we don't know what we don't know. And we don't know, um, how to have the conversations. We don't know the importance of that calm, confident energy. Yeah. That's one of the things that I have. I love you said that one of the things that I have really under started to understand over the last couple of years is like, I, I kind of led with this at the beginning of the podcast. Like I shouldn't already know this stuff. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, if you don't know how to do that for your spouse, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not too late. You can always choose to show up differently. You can always yeah. do that. And it doesn't work to judge yourself for, um, actions you took when you didn't have <laughs> this information. Right. So yeah. just compassion for yourself, make a choice, invest in your relationship and invest in yourself and join the magnetic marriage program. 
Yeah. So right now, uh, go to TonyOverbay.com slash magnetic. We're less than two weeks out mm-hmm. from, right, from uh, from opening up the, the window, the cart, and we're getting a lot of good response. This is going to be a, a pretty amazing group, I think, of individuals oh, or couples that I think is going to be amazing as well. Yeah. If you are, if this stuff has resonated with you and you want to do this, this, then that is your answer. That is like, should I do this? Like that is your answer right there. So yeah, tonyoverbay.com slash magnetic. Yeah. Go and, and then put yourself on the, the wait list. We will, you will be first to be notified when we open it. And, uh, I'm very excited about it. Me too. Preston, I can't wait to see you on the group calls. I mean, I, 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 let's do this. Let's do this, man. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, Preston. See you later. Okay. Have a good night. Bye. You too. Compressed emotions flying past our heads and out the other end. The pressures of the daily grind is Explode, allow the un-